Hey guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Average Joe Films podcast, and this is the final Star Wars special involving the prequels, as we are now on to Revenge of the Sith. I'm back here again with Alan. Hello there. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and yeah, it's been a journey. We've had to rewatch these films again, two of which we really dislike, and one of which being this one, which we find okay. Yeah, uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, it's definitely the one that generally people say it's the one that like they enjoyed the most. I mean, could you have two other choices and <laughs> one of them is Clone Wars, so really have one other choice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's easy to see. Yeah, well, it's, it's, been, it's been okay going back and rewatching these films again. I mean, I do find some form of enjoyment, I guess. A lot more in this one, because this one is the one we definitely quote the most. And there's actual good stuff in this one. There are some genuinely really good parts to it. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we, when we started doing this, like we had absolutely no idea that the 20th anniversary of episode 1 was so soon. Yeah. And since this movie came out on the exact same day, uh, that would make it the 15th anniversary... No, 14th, 14th, 15th anniversary yeah, of something, this one. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, let's go... Right into it. It's set three years later, obviously usual opening crawl, and we have what, at least I think, and I think you agree, is a really strong opening to this film. Like, if you had to compare, like, uh, opening Star Wars action scenes, uh, this is definitely, like, up there. Like, I don't know, if you compare it to what happens in uh, The Last Jedi, uh, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like a lot of, like, quick action a lot of things blowing up it's the things that made star wars famous yeah like as well it's our only glimpse at least cinematically of what the clone wars would look like in space because this is like all-out battle going on above coruscant because senator palpatine has been kidnapped by general grievous yeah i don't know how that happens no (laughs) he'd be in coruscant the whole time i guess some grievous just picked him up and left yeah maybe but anyway yeah no to speak about this opening, I really like it, and the CGI looks pretty good even now. Uh-huh. It really shows how like um, art style is one of the most important things you can do. Yeah. Because when it's just like robots and ships shooting each other and blowing up, the CGI looks great. Yeah. Like even to this day, it holds it yeah. holds up, which is important because we keep bringing up how dated everything looks yeah. in the previous movies. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, I remember saying it yesterday. The reason these ships still look so good is because we have no real-life reference point to them. Exactly. We don't know what a Star Destroyer looks like in real life because we don't have them. So when we see one in CGI, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like those weird ball droids that, like, Yeah, bus droids. Like, those look great. Everything yeah. about that scene, like, looks, like, visually pleasing. Yeah, but anyway... Um, we it opens these two cool looking starfighters that as you pointed out look like pizza slices <laughs> <laughs> I happen to really like the ship design but anyway yeah there's what, a yellow one and there's a red one and they're driving alongside each other and there's, like, there's a lot of shooty going on and explosions and who's in them but Anakin in the yellow one and Obi-Wan in the red one mm-hmm. and yeah it's all about chaos around them and we learn pretty much off the bat that they're going right for General Grievous' ship in a bid to save Chancellor Palpatine. They have to try a few, like, good tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anakin spins in this one when oh, they yes. shoot the torpedoes and at it, him. And it works. Yeah. That's, that's a wonderful part. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, as I said, it's cool. Like, as well, one, one scene I do love, and it's obviously making, it's making a call back to X-Wings, but I, I do forgive it, is when they call in the clone starfighters to help them. 
and they've got those the arc 170 fighters i love those ships i think they're really cool and they have the x-foils and obviously it makes you think of x-wings <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah um we have some quotes ready to go through over here <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we can't bring up every time that there's quotes because we would never end you know like every line is quotable in this film like <laughs> exactly yesterday when we watched it for a good five minutes i was saying all the lines before the actors were saying them <laughs> like I don't know what it is like um, that resonates that resonates so deeply, but yeah, there's there's something about episode three. It's special. I guess so. But yeah, um, nice big action sequence. A lot of dead people, <laughs> and they manage to get inside General Grievous' ship. Obviously, they have to shoot the shields. They slide in. Obi Wan hops out like a bat out of hell. <laughs> it just kills some battle droids. Anakin gets out, taking his sweet ass time. Oh yeah, those droids didn't even fucking try. No, like, no, they. I don't think a single one fired a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, then they're off to find Transfer Palpatine, and they, they. I remember there's that line I, I quite like. They go, "Oh, like, seems like a trap," and it's like, "Next move, spring the trap," <laughs> because it's like these. And it's funny to see um, the Wormman uses. Obi Wan and Anakin have swagger now since the last time we saw them. Yeah, it's like. They really try to show how cocky, like, they both are. And yeah. Like, they've been doing this shit for, like, four yeah. years. Exactly. Like, like was... fucking, these droids ain't nothing. Yeah, like, like I really like I, I really like Obi-Wan in this film, because he's just sass 100% of the time. And he's got, and Ewan McGregor's beard's real this Yes, time. his hair and beard are real this time. Unfortunately, we have Hayden Christensen again as Anakin. He's just taller and has... He's a scar on his face. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty scarred up. Um you have to watch the Clone Wars animated series to know what those are about. I guess. Um, but yeah, as I said, I love Ewan McGregor in this. He's just full-on sassy. And that's always good. <laughs> but it's just ridiculous, the stark differences in the quality of writing from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith. Now, the writing in Revenge of the Sith still isn't great. But overall, they are chalk and cheese. <laughs> no, like, with... With Revenge of the Sith, it seems like they kind of tried to like make people not want to fucking eat their face. Yeah. Like watch, while watching this movie. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have to roll my eyes as many times in this film as I did in mm. Attack of the Clones because that's every other line. Mm. But yeah, they're running down the hallway. They're trying to get into an elevator. Artu is helping them out from the hangar bay by hacking into the system as he usually does. Mm. Bunch of droidicas show up. Mm-hmm. Um, this time they don't speed off in a random direction. <laughs> They just get inside the elevator. <laughs> and they're the battle droids. They fuck them up. Elevator's going up. And then we see General Grievous for mm-hmm. the first time. And <laughs> we get... <laughs> the guy I pointed out yesterday. The guy that looked at the security footage. And like, Grievous goes up to him. He's like, what's the situation, Captain? <laughs> and then, then there's a guy who just sounds like a surfer. He's like, two Jedi have landed on the main hangar bay. <laughs> I love that because in the previous two installments, creatures of his species were like Newt Gunray. Yeah, they, yeah. they sounded... Racist. Yeah, like... Chinese. Like, yeah, stereotypically Chinese. It, it's kind of strange how much they were banking on you watching the uh, Gendi like, uh, cartoon before doing this. Because yeah. if you went in with no knowledge, like you just fucking... Grievous is just some like hunched over dude with... Yeah some, some, yeah, some robot who coughs a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like, ah, oh, General Kenobi. Yeah. 
general tuberculosis. That's what I like calling him. <laughs> anyway, um, they stop the lift from going up. Anakin cuts a hole in the roof of the lift, and we get the always on the move. Look <laughs> out right there. It's always a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, uh, R2 is trying to hide in the hangar bay, and two um, super battle droids show up. And the elevator starts going down because R2 fucks up. Mm-hmm. And okay. he, he's trying to fix it and Anakin's holding on for dear life outside the elevator. They, ca- they catch R2 because Obi-Wan's like call is on speaker and I yeah. guess R2 can't turn that off. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have hands, does he? Uh, he's, he's, he I would imagine it's calling him. He's a robot. No, but he had the voice communicator yeah, thingy that, that they tend to use in this series. With that anyway. Scene, with that scene, it's important to like point out like because earlier we were praising the cgi this is where like the scene when r2 like hits the oil yeah this is where it gets ropey that's that's the scene that's the cgi trying to do something that's real yeah so it looked fucking garbage exactly (laughs) exactly moral of the story don't try to make real things with cgi unless you absolutely have to Mm -hmm. but as we know from george lucas in these films he just makes the floor cgi so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, super battle droids find R2, he oil slicks them, as you said, and sets them on fire. Mm-hmm. They blow uh, yeah, R2's on a kill count of three so far in this film, because he got the buzz droid in the center eye. Yeah, that's... I don't think R2's <laughs> ever killed anything until now. Yeah, not like directly, at least. It's fucked. <laughs> and yeah, he fixes the elevator and they go up, and they're in what seems to be basically a throne room, I guess. You've got Palpatine sitting in a chair... With like bracelets, like what's her face from Tekken? Shall you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holding him down to the chair? No worry, we have the best actor in all of Star Wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go up to him, and Count Dooku turns up, mm-hmm. and they're ready to fight him. And he's like, "Oh, he's a Sith Lord," and we get Sith Lords are our speciality. Faced two Sith Lords ever and lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> only one was successful. Yeah, like. Darth Maul wasn't a Sith Lord, he was a Darth. Yeah, okay then, fucking... (laughs) He was an apprentice. (laughs) uh, But yeah, Sith Lords are their speciality. And um, their powers have doubled since the last time they met. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Twice the pride, double the fall. Yeah, can we we talk about the ridiculous front flip that Dooku does off that kind of platform? (laughs) Because then, it's things like this. Dooku had... It was okay to see him walk in with the droids... Um, why did he have the front flip off the platform? He could have just walked down the stairs. The real reason is Christopher Lee is fucking old, and he, if they well, did him obviously, if they if they made him do a single bit of choreography, he would have died then and there. Well, yes, obviously, but just why did why did the character of Dooku have to do a front Cause, flip? Because Lucas, because Lucas was like, oh, we're going to do CGI anyway. Just make him do something crazy. I guess. Make him fly up. He's going. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they start fighting. And at least this fight is a lot better than the last fight we've seen Dooku in, because it's not weird rave strobe lights. There's actual choreography with stunt doubles in it. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's definitely not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they go, they fight their way up the platform. Obi-Wan kills two destroyer droids like they're nothing. Uh, sorry, super battle droids or destroyer droids. <laughs> um, Important. And then, I mean... I don't know how good Dooku is, but he's just, he doesn't look phased by any of this. And then he chokes Obi-Wan and kicks Anakin in the head. And he throws Obi-Wan across the room where he hits his back on a railing. And then he brings down a walkway on his legs. Now, you know I have a problem with this scene because 
I, and I know it's Star Wars and you're not meant to nitpick, but he brought down an entire fucking walkway on his legs. Yeah, no. Obi-Wan should never be able to walk again. Like, no. Like, his legs could have been severed. Like, <laughs> like clean off. <laughs> anyway, going on to that, Anakin sees that. It upsets him because like his master just got like fucked, basically. Um, they fight. They end up right in front of um, Palpatine somehow. I think they teleport. It walked. Yeah. Anakin plays dirty and grabs Dooku's hands and cuts them off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dooku's lying there like, holy shit, I don't have any hands. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, um, again, obviously another very famous line, but this was even famous amongst some of our friends who we were watching it with yesterday and they're not massive like Star Wars heads like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, where <laughs> Anakin's got the scissors for star uh, for lightsabers this time <laughs> he's got Dooku's lightsaber and we get the kill him kill him now <laughs> like this is a senator just calling for you to betray your like religion and life's teachings and kill someone who's defenseless in cold blood <laughs> Anakin just kind of like looks at him and thinks about it for a second and yeah. Like, hey. yeah and then he goes do it that's all it takes <laughs> do it <laughs> it just it, it took one guy just telling him do do it <laughs> and and he does it. He, he cuts off his head in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Um, he lets Palpatine go, and Palpatine's like, listen, it's okay, fam. You've, done, you've killed people before. You remember those sand people that you fucked up in the last movie? <laughs> like, How does he know about the sand people? Apparently, I think what we're meant to gain from this and what we're meant to gain from the rest of this film is that for some reason, Palpatine was kind of like a confidant to Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> he watched his career with great interest after all, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Watch his crew. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, they're going to leave, and Palpatine's like, nah, fuck that. You can't bring Obi Wan. Screw him. <laughs> leave, like, him leave him leave Obi Wan behind. Come on, dude. Come on. We got to go. Leave him behind. And yeah. Like, and Anakin, no. again, he shows some actual sense of virtue. He's like, no, like his fate will be the same as ours. And he decides to rescue his master and his probable best friend for most of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, going um, down the elevator shaft. No, how did that? How does that happen? Oh no, yeah, the, um, the ship's getting fucked with like Venator fire from the other ship from the clones, mm-hmm. and it starts to dive. That seems pretty cool when it's like the drive-by. Yeah, the the, the drive-by scene is great because like, there's loads of explosions, like clones are dying left and right. Oh yeah, big big fucking art- <laughs> ship artillery guns. Yeah, the, 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 I, I love the way those reload the artillery guns. Like the shell like flies out at the back. I always thought that was really cool. Good sound design as well. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, we, we keep saying this, but soundtrack and sound design has always been Star Wars' most strong point, hands down. No, Williams, especially in this movie, has really... Oh, yeah, I know. He's, he's carry, he carries this movie on his he, fucking he, ass. he carried the prequels. <laughs> anyway, getting back to it. Um, the ship they're on starts to do a nosedive. Now, as, again, nitpicking Star Wars. It shouldn't matter what direction your ship's going in space. You should have relative gravity, but, I mean, reasons. <laughs> um, so they're running down an elevator shaft sideways. Um, then Grievous demands that they fire the emergency booster engines and they do mm-hmm. and the ship levels out again and suddenly they're falling and before that Anakin was telling R2 to activate the ele- elevator and then when they're hanging on for dear life in the elevator shaft R2 has activated the elevator and it's plummeting at them and they just say you know what fuck this <laughs> we're gonna jump mm-hmm. and then they do the call back to episode 1 where they pull out the grappling hooks and they happen to go right through an open door and get caught immediately yeah like they they pull it off, so it's Jedi reflexes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're running down the hallway and ray shields. Yes. Oh, 
How could this happen? We're smarter than this. <laughs> the thing is, though, I kind of like this silly dialogue in this film. It, it works in this film for it, some it reason. It really does. Like, because at least the dialogue was still not great, but it was good enough for good actors like Ewan McGregor to deliver the lines effectively. <laughs> so when he says, oh, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. It, it's believable, at least, in... The context of this world the heavy, the heavy theater pomp is like very exactly yeah it's, very mu- it's very theatrical this time around and it's what star wars has always been what does always need to be it's very operatic i think we discussed this yesterday yeah, as space well operas. yeah space operas exactly but yeah anakin says patience and art will be along in a moment to disable the ray shields which he and does fucking screaming yeah no he again i use the phrase a lot like a bat out of hell he comes through a door and crashes into the wall <laughs> ah, see you right on time yeah and but then a load of droids show up and the jig is up mm-hmm. they lead them to the ship's bridge to meet general grievous the negotiator <laughs> yeah because previously um if you have watched the clone wars tv series the crappy 3d animated one not the really good gendy one um only obi-wan has met general grievous before anakin has not so that's why he throws shade at him and says you're you're shorter than i expected <laughs> i mean why are you throwing shade at a robot but <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't think he cares he about his height. He can build himself taller. Yeah, plus he's been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. I don't uh, think he cares. It comes later. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes their lightsabers and they'll make a fine addition to his collection. Which he loses immediately. Yes, because... R2 shits. Yeah, <laughs> R2 like glitches out. And for some reason that gives them a window of opportunity to just force yeah. pull their lightsabers back. Yeah, everybody gets distracted and R2 like fucking having a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... They get their lightsabers back, and then Grievous sends his bodyguards at them. I kind of like the bodyguards. I like the sound that their spear things I, make. I, I liked when, when uh, Obi-Wan cuts off the head of one of them, and he yeah. keeps fighting. I'm like, why don't the droids do that always? Yeah. Like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, why, exactly. Why, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, while Obi-Wan is fighting those two droid dudes and chasing Grievous, Anakin just went and freed Palpatine, who's doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, he's doing nothing because he's still feigning senator right mm-hmm. now. Um, they corner Grievous and he says, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. He breaks the glass and he flies out into space because he's a robot and he doesn't need to breathe. No, but he goes back into the ship yes. to go get a, an escape pod. Yes. <laughs> we have the line you kept repeating on end yesterday. Time to abandon ship. Yes. He and says to himself. Yes. Nobody else is there. No, no, it's just all in the face of drama. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, like, the snake that he is, he shoots all the escape pods out. Probably some crew on that ship who are, like, not droids got fucked over by that and are going to die. Oh, definitely. Um, But, yeah, so they decide we have to try and land this ship now. And Anakin states that the ability to pilot this is irrelevant at this point because everything is buggered. It's fucked. Yeah, so they extend all the flaps and stuff to slow them down because there's friction in space. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I can't in good conscience nitpick that from Star Wars to be honest yeah, um, half the ship breaks off yeah half the ship breaks off but not to worry because we're still flying half a ship mm-hmm. <laughs> Obi-Wan's a, Obi-Wan might die yes he, but he's still sassy he's cracking these he's yeah. cracking these good ones like, he's still sarcastic it, and dry it cuts to Palpatine and he just like looks at R2 and is like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, we might die but yeah they, I actually really like the landing sequence because like it looks cool. Uh, I don't know, like, they're just landing. 
they go for the landing bay and they get blasted with like yeah no the, I, I do like though because there are there are nice shots of like it coming into the atmosphere and like going through the clouds and stuff and it just looks satisfying it looks cool i guess it it's, doesn't make much sense but hey it crashes into the tower and yeah it probably kills a few people oh yeah definitely. <laughs> but it's fine they, were on the, they knew their risks so yeah um and everyone applauds them because they got the senator back um and yeah they're getting off a ship next to the jedi temple i think it is or next to the senate places mm -hmm. and obi-wan tells anakin is like listen go enjoy your glory day with the senators like i'm, I'm not brave enough for politics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um fucking it, it's it's pretty like this, this has been like a good 20 minutes yeah of the movie like it, it's quite uh it's been non-stop so far, which yeah, is no, good. It's a it's a really heavy like action intro. Yeah, very heavy action intro. To what we're going to is, I mean, the second act of this film isn't isn't boring, but not that much action happens in the second act of the film. No, they they tone it back, but I mean they tone it back, but they keep the dialogue at least and the events they choose to show interesting enough to keep the film going at a decent pace. I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway, um, Anakin goes off with the senators. He's talking to Bail Organa, and there's Jar Jar Binks there as well. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, excuse me. I need to go and see that person over there who's totally not my wife. Yeah, this person hanging out in the like, behind a pillar. Yeah. Mace Windu is right there. Yeah, Mace Windu is right there. <laughs> there's no security cameras in this place, obviously. But yeah, it's Padme, and she's got the buns, just because Leia has the buns eventually. <laughs> um, I guess that's the reason. Because she doesn't have another crazy hairdo in the rest of this film. I guess they thought it was too difficult, so they're like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it the layer buns. Yeah. And yeah, she reveals that something wonderful has happened and she is pregnant. She's pregante. Yeah. Mm. Pregerant. <laughs> and if the, uh, if the council ever finds out... Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he's really not supposed to be married. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if he'd be married to one of the richest people in the universe. No, not too bad, but uh, anyway. We go back to their apartment. 3PO is there, and he takes the biggest backseat out of anyone in this series. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and she's like, fucking really... I don't know how long this is after, but she's fucking pregnant at this point. <laughs> like, She's like belly and everything. <laughs> like, um, mm -hmm. And he's just looking at her, and she's going off on some like, philosophical shit, and she wants him to go back to Naboo, and that's why she wants to have the baby. But there's a war. <laughs> um, but then Anakin uh, is having bad dreams yeah Anakin has some bad dreams where she's given birth and it doesn't go well Natalie Portman fucking screams yeah guys. remember the last time he had bad dreams about someone that mm. didn't go that didn't go well nope <laughs> um, but yeah um, he wakes up she goes to see him and she's like oh you have to be honest with me because we're in a relationship <laughs> he actually is uh, yeah. he flat out tells her you're gonna fucking die <laughs> <laughs> If I could say one thing about Anakin in this film, he's straight up honest. Yeah. <laughs> he literally just tells her, she's like, oh, what are you dreaming about? You die in childbirth. Oh. But I do like her reaction. She's like, oh, well, what about the baby? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's straight up honest with that. So that's cool. He's, at this point, Anakin's fucking destroyed. He goes to Yoda for advice. Yeah. And Yoda just tells him to fucking get over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yoda's just like, yo, dude, stop caring. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. If that, you don't give a fuck, they'll be fine. Yeah, that, that's the Jedi way. If you don't give a shit. And yeah. No emotional attachments. But yeah. Um, I wonder why Anakin went crazy and killed everyone. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Anakin goes to see Obi-Wan. They were just going through a mission briefing. He apologizes for being late. And Obi-Wan's like, ah, that's cool. Like, in short, it's going well. Um, and, yeah, then they say that they want him to spy on the Chancellor. No, that comes later, doesn't it? Spying on the Chancellor. No, first the Chancellor says he wants him to be his, yes. his, his boy. Yes, that's it. He wants him to be his personal representative on the Jedi Council. And he's like, like oh, me, a master. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, so anyway, Anakin goes to the Jedi Council with the request of the Chancellor, and they're like, oh, you can be on the Jedi Council, but we do not gr- grant you the rank of master. And Anakin shits the bed over no, here. No, he is fucking, not happy. It's fucking outrageous. It's, it's unfair. unfair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how can you be on the Jedi Council but not be granted the rank of master? Mace and Mace Windu doesn't even give him an answer. He just tells no. him to sit the fuck down. <laughs> exactly, like, like a kid, literally. He's just sit the fuck down, kid. Um, yeah, and Obi-Wan gives him a little, like, shaking head, tut-tut kind of thing. Like, you bitch. <laughs> like... <laughs> How dare you kind of thing. Uh, yeah, then they're discussing what's going on currently. And Kiari Mundi is there as a hologram. He's sitting down, though, which is, is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they're discussing, like, I guess, tactics of what's going on in the Clone Wars. Um, and yeah, someone brings up, what are the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> it's a system they couldn't afford to lose. So. No, because apparently the Wookiees are sacred to them. No, so Yoda's... Yoda reveals his, his good relations with the Wookiees, yeah, which, which I fucking really want to see. <laughs> I want a movie about Yoda's relations with the Wookiees. Yes, I need to, I need to know the context because like they love him. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Che- che- Chewbacca loves him. Yeah, no. Like the last time we see Chewbacca, he says, "I will miss you." Yeah. Like we've never seen these two hang out ever. <laughs> Where's the history? Like, okay, good relations with the Wookiees. I have fucking when. Because even if you watch the Clone Wars TV series, both of them, the Wookiees never come into it. <laughs> but, also, uh, apart from the Wookiees, they also like, uh, they say they found General Grievous. Yeah, and um, yeah, because Palpatine had said that he wanted Anakin to be the one to take down General Grievous. But they're like, ah, no, you're not a master. We're going to send Master Kenobi. Emphasis on Master yeah, exactly. Kenobi. <laughs> if only you were important enough. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Anakin's kind of pissed off. They're walking away. He's bitching to Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's like, dude, chill. No one's ever been on the Jedi Council at your age. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, but about this, we want you to spy on the Chancellor. Because we think he's a little bit of a shady asshole. And he's overstepping his bounds. Mm-hmm. Anakin's not happy about this. He calls it treason. But Obi-Wan's like, ah, come on. <laughs> just, a, just a little treason. Yeah. Just a, just... <laughs> a little treason here and there. Yeah. If we have suspicions. Um... But yeah, where does it go from here? I forgot the exact scene. Does it go right to Obi-Wan leaving? Um, shit. <laughs> I, thi- I think so. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, Obi-Wan delivers the line of, you're very strong and wise. Yeah. And I'm very proud of you. Yeah, Obi-Wan leaves to go to Utapau mm-hmm. um, to search for General Grievous. To fucking sh- shoot General Grievous in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Anakin goes to... Yeah, he gets called by the Chancellor to go to the opera. Mm. I, I, I just want to quickly bring up, like... Because this is the last scene where uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin proper like, yeah. ever, like, interact. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty it's pretty sad. Like, um, I always go back to the first thing that Ben Kenobi said to Luke 
about uh, Anakin. Like, yeah. And he was a good friend. Yeah. I always thought that like this is the Anakin that he thought of. Yeah. Probably, I guess. He probably just wanted to think of him in as most positive as light as he could. This, I mean, despite what happened, because Anakin does some atrocious things oh, in yeah. this film. This movie has balls. <laughs> yeah, this movie does have one thing. It's got some stones. Like, mm. George really pushed some boundaries with this one in certain respects. It's, it's, it's odd considering how, like, Star Wars is usually brought up as, like, the most, you know, franchise, like, cookie-cutter franchise yeah. like, possible. No, no, th- th- this went places. <laughs> and we'll get to those places. But anyway, Anakin goes to the opera with Palpatine, and Palpatine tells his friends to leave, and they're having a chat. Is it even an opera? I don't know what it is. You call it Blitzball from Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah, it's Blitzball from Final Fantasy, too, because... It's just bubbles. <laughs> the fish was going in between them. Yeah, like... Um, and yeah. And he starts speaking all philosophically and about the dark side of the Force, and he's like, oh, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No, I haven't. No, it's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> um, and he goes off... And, I mean, I like this scene because Ian McDermott, when he's serious, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he delivers it well. He does the most sideways face you've ever seen in a film as well. Ironic. <laughs> but, yeah, he's just dropped a bomb on Anakin. It's like... <laughs> but it's such a, like... Uh, it's such a perfect, like thing that Anakin wants like yeah. oh by the way uh, he taught me how he, he knows how to uh, stop people from fucking dying maybe, yeah maybe during childbirth or something That'd instantly Anakin is just like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> save people from dying what now hey now hey is it possible to learn this power <laughs> not from a Jedi oh fuck <laughs> this is when the wheels in Anakin's heads are turning like yeah this is when he starts going crazy like <laughs> And even, fun fact, if you pay attention to the weird shapes going on in front of them at the opera, it forms the face of Darth Vader ever so subtly. What? Yeah, this is a hidden detail in the movie. Well, fucking, I take back everything I've said about Lucas. Yeah, no, but even very <laughs> subtly, they play um, a very toned-down version of, of Vader's oh, yeah. theme. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that strikes a lot yeah, of Yeah, so he, he alluded to it well. We'll give Lucas that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Anakin's in um, Papian's office. He starts talking about the dark side of the Force more. And he basically says, like, yeah, I, I, I know all about the Force and the dark side. He's like, are you a Sith Lord? He's like, no. <laughs> no, but yes. Like a little, little Sith Lord, you know? Yeah, just a, just a little bit. <laughs> just on weekends. <laughs> um, and Anakin raises his lightsaber at him. And Palpatine's like, oh, you want to kill me? He's like, I, I would certainly want to. Yeah, you should have. It would have been way different. But instead, Anakin's a little tattletale, and he runs to um, Mace Windu. He's like, "Yo, Samuel Jackson with all my problems are crazy." I would too. <laughs> Samuel Jackson with a lightsaber. Oh yeah, every problem. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, "Yo, Palpatine's probably the Sith Lord. Like, it's good reason to believe so." And Samuel Jackson's like, "Oh, yeah." He's just like, <laughs> "Never saw it coming." He's like, "Let me get a band of Jedi Masters to go and kill this guy." Some cool Jedi Masters who aren't you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking sit in the council by yourself yeah. and think about what you've done, mister. <laughs> Literally, he treats him like a kid. Like a, it's no wonder. No wonder Anakin rebelled at the end of this. He's just an oppressed teenager at this point. The best part is, he actually sat there and thought about what he did. Like, yeah, he, he sat there and thought about what he did, but he thought too hard started, about the you can started, save people from death. He started crying. Yeah. Like, there's many scenes 
of Anakin going through deep introspection and then looking towards the camera and you see like a, a single trail of tears. Like. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this film. <laughs> but yeah, Mace Windu rocks up with three other Jedi Masters. In the name of the fucking council, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and we get the it's treason then. Um <laughs> <laughs> we both started laughing because we just thought of immediately what happens after yes and we do get the classic line of I am the senate mm-hmm. as well um. <laughs> and he, there he goes Palpatine turns to a spinning top yeah no this is guttural growl ever recorded yeah. in cinema happens this fight is one of the biggest letdowns in the prequels that there is which is saying a lot <laughs> because we're seeing Darth Sidious we're seeing him fully revealed for the first time we're seeing him with a lightsaber, which we've never seen. We never see again after this as well, apart from his fight with Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, and he spins like a spinning top into them while screaming gutturally. <laughs> One of them, he just like fencing jabs yeah. and kills him instantly. Now, this is a Jedi master. Yeah, no, it was the biggest wind up to a stab. No, and... no, exactly. The three people, the reinforcements that Mace Windu brought with him, the three Jedi masters, like... Three of like all two, 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 two die. Yeah, no, but two out of three of them have had big roles in the Clone Wars as well in the TV series. Mm-hmm. Like especially Kit Fisto, he was like fucking. He was in loads of episodes, and he was a really overpowered Jedi. Like, <laughs> and they get insta killed. They they don't last thirty seconds. The 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 blue one that we like. Yeah, he lasts a little bit longer. Like, yeah, he lasts a tiny bit longer. He, yeah. he combos. He combos with. Uh, Mace Windu a little bit, but then he also gets fucked. Yeah, no, and yeah, he's fighting Mace Windu. They go into that little like seating room. Palpatine does that weird flip off the seat, and <laughs> uh, yet another like Ian McDermott is too old to choreograph. But that's the, that's what stunt doubles are for, man. <laughs> I guess, but they wanted they wanted Palpatine to be fucking and, and crazy. The thing is, that's the thing because they obviously use a stunt double in the fight of Count Dooku at the beginning, and the fight is a little bit better than it is in Episode Two. And then they're like, George was just like, okay, no more stunt doubles for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't find any more. Just bring it to the computer people. Yeah, I know what to do. But yeah, they they smash the window for some reason, and Mace Windu knocks the lightsaber out of. Palpatine's hands and he, he's got him by the balls at this point when Anakin walks in yeah he's, he's doing the force lightning which is chronologically the first time force no 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 Dooku had force lightning never mind <laughs> can I just say that I love what um, when he Mace Windu gives him like the whole shtick of like um, the oppression of the Sith will like never be present again yeah. you have lost and he does the no no, no. <laughs> like voice just changes instantly throughout this five minutes of the film <laughs> and yeah he he does the shocky to him but Mace Windu blocks it I, I don't know how you can block it with a lightsaber but it's like it was like reflecting back as yeah well. and it was like it turned him into a testicle you'd you, you think it'd stop yeah yeah <laughs> you, you would think he'd stop but Anakin's watching this entire thing um and then don't let him kill me yeah he Palpatine gives up because apparently he's too weak from shocking himself repeatedly. I mean, it um, fucks him up. And Mace Windu's like, yo, he's too dangerous to be left alive. And Mace Windu's probably right. Yeah, he is <laughs> he, the Yeah, he raises his hand to strike him down. Anakin cuts off Mace Windu's hand. Mm-hmm. And then Palpatine suddenly is full of beans. Unlimited <laughs> power! <laughs> exactly. And Mace Windu is just fucked off into oblivion. Uh-huh. 
Um, and apparently Sam L. Jackson still thinks that Mace Windu is alive in the Star Wars universe and he, he wants him to come back. He could be if you don't fucking get slashed by a lightsaber. In Star yeah, Wars, I, you... exactly. I mean, look at Darth Maul. Yeah. He, he was very much alive. Darth Maul, spoiler, he's alive into the Star Wars Rebels TV series, which takes place between episode three and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. No, no, so it'd be... I wouldn't be surprised if the newest Star Wars, like, he just kind of shows up. I hope he doesn't show up in episode 9. That'd be really stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like an easy thing to do. He'd be old. Yeah, he'd be pretty old. He'd be real old. Um, Fucking, but yeah, so Anakin's like, oh shit. Yeah. Fuck have I died. Yeah, and Palpatine's like, you've done exactly what I wanted you to do. Well, you fucking, you've killed the Jedi. Congratulations, you're sick now. You are Darth Darth Vader. I love I love the pause he makes. Yeah. Like he had to think. Like he didn't. Ex- he didn't think of one. So he's yeah. like, "Fuck." Uh, <laughs> Darth, Darth, Darth Vader. Yeah. Space Invaders, Vader. That's what I'm going with. Which is funny because like a lot of people like um, a little backstory. Backstory. A little background to this fucking movie is that like a lot of people were trying to figure out the origins of what Vader means because they because there was this theory that like the Darth name actually meant something like it had some purpose or whatever yeah and I mean Darth is just the title of the Sith yeah right right but like they, they used to think that like Sidious like the mole or whatever like had a purpose yeah but this just showed he just they literally just make it up on yeah. that spot yeah like, like, like oh, yeah. fuck uh, Vader yeah <laughs> and like because even like at least the way I used to take it was um, Darth Sidious is that he's incredibly insidious, you know? And yeah. D- Darth Darth Tyrannus, he's a tyrant. Yeah, Darth Vader, he invades. I guess <laughs> he invades. I mean, these were thoughts of mine when I was eleven. So right. take uh, that into that's account. What, that's what Lucas wanted you. I mean, fucking like, have you? <laughs> some of the Darth like Star Killer from the Force Unleashed games. He was supposed to be Darth Icky. Like, it, 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 the, the developers thought it was a Ugh. joke. They legitimately thought Lucas was fucking with them, but he oh. wasn't at, in the slightest. Thank God they just went to Starkiller. Oh, yeah. And Starkiller is an allusion to what Skywalker was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, Anakin is now officially the rank of Darth Vader, and we go to Utapau. Um, Obi-Wan finds Grievous there, and he's like spying on him. Because the people of Utapau, like, they welcome him. They're like, oh, yeah, he's here. <laughs> you, you guys are going to fucking uh, kill him? Yeah, we also go to Kashyyyk as well. Mm-hmm. Where the Yoda droid... almost gets fucked. Yeah, no, Yoda almost dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, did, he didn't see that blast coming in the slightest. He yeah. just got lucky. You know, what I, you know what really bugs me about this part? What really... It's, it's, it really annoys me. What? You know there's a scene like just before the battle starts of all the Wookiees on the beach and one of them gets up and like... Uh... Yeah, like that. Okay. Um, clone troopers in the prequels none of them are real they're all CGI right? right all the Wookiees except for the ones that jump onto that like droid tank all the Wookiees are people in costumes <laughs> I bet you I bet you they had like a contest or something like oh be a Wookiee extra because dude if, if, if I had the chance even the chance yeah. to be a Wookiee extra in Star Wars you fucking I mean yeah I mean, you, the problem is you have to be like 7 foot tall could wear stilts I guess <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah Droid Attack on the Wookiees it's in my opinion way too short and not exciting no nothing fucking happens no it's it's all. like it's it's probably a, a solid minute yeah of just things blowing up and Yoda almost getting blown to smithereens yeah it, it's it's a really pointless like battle like field no no like, you, you, yeah you, you could cut it from the film and it wouldn't make a difference Honestly, like even even when uh, later on when Yoda has to escape, he just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> he just goes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, then we're on Utapau, and 
Obi-Wan is doing a little spy on the separatists and stuff and General Grievous is like oh we're sending you to Mustafar it's a volcanic planet you'll be safe there so those guys bugger off to Mustafar uh, by the way Obi-Wan has gotten where he needs to be on a lizard at this point a oh, yeah. giant lizard I guess he bought a lizard yeah other people lent him one I guess he knows how to ride it he sends his ship back up to the main ship which is just outside the system to tell the clones to be ready um, he hops down even though there's fucking thousands of battle droids around Oh, we want a master of stealth, apparently. Yes. Like throughout the throughout the whole movie, he's been fucking. He, he's rolled high on his stealth checks. Yes. Whole fucking, time. Like natural twenties all day. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, then again, but then again, stupid dialogue which you and McGregor pulls off. He jumps down. And we get hello there. <laughs> <laughs> because he's just constantly filled with sass. Grievous isn't even really that surprised. No. He's like, oh, the, fuck. Yeah, the, the droids are way more surprised than he is. They're like, they're, they're guns on him. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan could have fucking died then and there. Yes. If, if, could, Kenobi, if, if uh, Grievous just told them, shoot. Yes, because there were thousands of them. Exactly. Like, like there were everyone that yeah. was trained on him. Right? Instead, he sends his three bodyguards at him. Obi-Wan crushes them. <laughs> murders them immediately. Um, and General Grievous, again, he's like, now he's cocky. He's got full of big dick energy right here. Exactly. Even though he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, and he's like, no, stand back. I will fight him because I've been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. <laughs> he picks up four lightsabers from his coat, extends and has four arms now. And he, oh, fuck, he just starts. He starts his hands become windshield wipers. Yeah, he starts fucking helicopter spinning two lightsabers. Yeah, because that's a technique that the Sith will teach you. Oh, yeah, Dooku fucking taught him how to do this. Yeah, <laughs> training the Jedi arts, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Obi-Wan starts fighting him and Obi-Wan cuts off one of his hands and it's going pretty good. And then, presto change, oh, the clones show up. Yay. And hey, it's a war on a planet that never asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Grievous gets into that big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, he rides off and drives off a cliff. <laughs> to which Obi-Wan drives his lizard off the cliff. Yeah, Obi-Wan whistles for his lizard to show up, which it does. And he drive, as you said, he drives his lizard off. <laughs> you got me good yesterday in the film with how does Obi Wan know how to drive this lizard? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Obi Wan chases him, and there's a big old chase scene happening. Apparently, this lizard is as fast as like a, a moving mechanical it's wheel. It's quick. Yeah, no, it's like it's a quick boy. It's the only one of its kind, yeah. apparently, as well. And it's chaos. Like the, the clones are shooting everything. Um, Obi-Wan drops his lightsaber mm-hmm. Again. which is stupid he's chasing big old G-Boy around still uh, what's Anakin doing at this time? Uh, chilling with Sidious oh yeah, yeah he's waiting, a... waiting for order 69 dude <laughs> fuck you have to fuck up past that yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah um, then we get to the fight with Grievous mm-hmm. where it's like on a landing pad and Obi-Wan is trying to punch a robot and he's finding out that it hurts when you punch metal. <laughs> he, kick, he kicks it. I, I do love when he kicks him and he screams out in pain. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's good um, comedic violence over there. Mm-hmm. 
because he he kicks him full on like as he like, he's probably thinking I'm gonna trip him if I kick him this hard exactly. but he's kicking solid metal no, <laughs> they're no, just like fuck like too many times in scenes like this it feels like why the fuck would you even think of that but yeah. like for some reason I don't know if it was like the angle or the shooting yeah like uh, I didn't I thought like oh if you kicked him it would do something yeah and then it didn't like, yeah. oh fuck <laughs> it's, 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 he actually, George Lucas subverted for a change <laughs> um, but yeah, Obi-Wan gets a look at Grievous's chest and he sees a heart in there. Mm-hmm. A beating heart. And he notices Grievous has human eyes as well. Mm. And this is when you start to think something off about this guy. <laughs> this guy is not all what it seems. But yeah, he gets thrown and he's hanging off the edge and Grievous picks up the pole and Obi-Wan notices there's a blaster on the floor. He force pulls it towards him and shoots Grievous in the chest three times till his eyes burst into flames. But yeah, he blows up. Yeah, he literally he blows up. And then we get Obi-Wan being sassy again. Now this I do like because this is a call back to um, A New Hope. I remember I pointed this out to you last time. So Obi-Wan gets the blaster. He tosses it and says, so uncivilized. Mm-hmm. And if you guys remember A New Hope, when he presents Luke with the lightsaber, he calls it an elegant weapon of a more civilized time. Mm-hmm. So this is, it's, a, it's a decent callback. Yeah, I guess so. It's okay. It's a, it's a, little sm- it's a small one. I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice until like years later no I, I didn't notice until I told you like a few weeks ago I can't <laughs> completely honest <laughs> so it's good that means that it's, it's got like a little depth to it anyway um, yeah at this point then um, Order 66 is in effect and Anakin has been sent to the Jedi Temple to commit mass genocide to fucking kill all these children yeah this is where the movie takes a real dark turn oh yeah because, like, now, the next, like, fucking four minutes of this film are just Jedi being slaughtered. Oh, yeah. Like, Obi-Wan hooks up back with, Je- with Commander Cody. And, like, again, if you've watched The Clone Wars, Commander Cody and Obi-Wan, they're bros. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been, they've been in the shit together. <laughs> like, they've been, like... Basically, The Clone Wars, like, based on the amalgamation of, like, World War One, World War Two, and Nam mixed into one. Because, <laughs> 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 obviously, it's on a galactic scale, so it's much bigger. Right. Um, but yeah, Cody gives Obi-Wan back his lightsaber. Obi-Wan is like charging triumphantly back into the battle on his lizard again. <laughs> but he gets a message, like activate Order 66. And he's like, okay, I'm going to kill my friend. Yeah. <laughs> they, shoot, they shoot at Obi-Wan and yeah. the lizard falls down and probably dies. Yeah. But Obi-Wan's okay because yeah. he runs in the water. Yeah. No, the lizard falls in the water as well, but maybe it can't swim. Oh, we don't we, see him we, Exactly. We just, yeah. Probably the last of his kind. This, the the uh, rest of the... The rest of the scene is just like cutting to the various like Jedi on different planets getting yeah. fucked. Yeah, we yeah. see Kyadi Mundi gets it bad, man. Oh yeah, because he's like in the middle of a battle. Yeah, he's in and like and he's he, he's leading the charge, and they're like they're making ground. It's like come on, fight with me, and then they're just like, no, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> um, Ayla Sakura gets it bad too because she's just like walking through like the beautiful forests of Felucia. <laughs> they just yeah they 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 bitch kill her. <laughs> like there was no honor in that they, she didn't even have time to look yeah no they just shoot her in the back Plo Koon fucking blows up yeah and Plo Koon again bringing up the Clone Wars TV series if you do watch that I feel really bad for Plo Koon because we I mean we quote the line all the time there was a specific episode in the Clone Wars where these clones were going to basically sacrifice themselves and they said we're clones we're meant to be expendable and he says not to me because they were his clones, they were his battalion, so they were like brothers in arms kinds of thing, and that's why he made his effort to save them. And they just kill him! They just fucking Yeah, him. they just blow his ship up! <laughs> um, yeah. then, then we go back to Anakin, 
uh, yeah. at the Jedi Temple. All these, all these young Jedi are getting massacred. Yeah, Anakin walks into the training room where in the last film we saw them doing little trainee stuff and the star systems and stuff. And we get the cute little kid and he's like, Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. Like, what the fuck, dude? What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like... Like, that scene is really famous. The, like, the, the balls on Lucas. No, no. That, this like, is a PG-13 film. Oh, yes, no. I, ha- we ha- I have to give Lucas props. That scene is seared into the brains of anybody yeah. who's seen this movie. And to be fair, for, like, things that would turn you evil, this is kind of <laughs> up there. <laughs> if you did this... You'd be an evil bastard after this. Like, it, it's it, it's crazy yeah. to think. Like, I can't, JJ would never do this. No, 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 no. JJ is way too safe a filmmaker to do anything like this. I think by this point, Lucas was already starting to get abused while he's doing with the prequels, so he was just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's like, if they hate it, they hate it. But it's like, even, even Rian Johnson and his whole point was to subvert. Yeah. Like, his whole goal was to, like, fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have done this. No, 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 no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, then Padme is watching the Jedi Temple. It's on fire. But Anakin shows up, and he's like, yo, I'm good. Like, I ain't dead. And she's like, what's happening? He's like, oh, the Jedi have rebelled. They tried to kill the Chancellor. Like, I saw my own two eyes. And he's like, my allegiance is to the Republic. Like, fuck the Jedi. So, like, what about Obi-Wan? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've, <laughs> I haven't seen him. <laughs> Um, but yeah and then she's like where are you going now I was like I need to go to Mustafar to kill to, uh, to murder the rest of the separatists and end this war and she's like okay cool <laughs> Anakin leaves um, Obi-Wan manages to escape Utapau and yeah we get a scene outside the Jedi Temple Bail Organa tries to go to the Jedi Temple for some reason whatsoever I don't know why he's going there probably just saw the fire I was like oh shit I think that is reason why he saw the fires and he went to go check it out why would a senator go and check it out but yeah reasons the Jedi Temple catches fire you're gonna check that shit out I guess <laughs> he goes there and there are a bunch of clones and they're like yo you can't fucking come in here yeah don't worry we've got this under control you yeah. better fucking go yeah and he's like okay he starts to leave as he leaves a young Jedi Padawan hops out kills a few clones gets shot in the head um, we see it this time. We see a teenager get shot in the face and die. And like Organa is shook. Yeah, he, he hops in his speeder and he gets the fuck out of there. Oh yeah. Um, and he sends a message out to Yoda. Because Yoda has felt this, by the way. We go to Kashyyyk, and Yoda dramatically drops his walking stick. Mm-hmm. And he clutches his heart. And then one of the clones was with him. Two of them try to sneak up on him and he just beheads them. Imagine just like in the span of basically like an hour. Yeah. Everyone you love just dies and you feel it. Yeah, yeah, that's some shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Yoda's like, yo, Chewbacca, help me get the fuck out of here. And Chewbacca's like, yo, we're friends, we're doing that. <laughs> um, they find they find a, like, escape pod, specifically Yoda-sized. Yes. It's like a little egg. What the yeah. hell is it? It was like hiding in a bush. Also, when they run off, Yoda rides on Chewie's back. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's like, goodbye, I think, Tafel, it is, the other one. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Chewbacca. It says, miss you, I will. <laughs> Yeah, and Yoda takes off and they do the Wookiee noise at the ship because that's what all Wookiees do with ships, apparently. But yeah, Bail Organa sends out a message saying do not go to the Jedi Temple because you will get fucked. Mm. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan picks up on that and they meet him on the famous Tantive 4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of people die on the ship eventually. Oh yeah, thank you, Rogue One. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, they meet there and they're like, oh, like this is really bad. Like, What's been happening and stuff? 
Um, and then Yoda's like, oh, there's a distress signal coming from the Jedi Temple telling all Jedi to go back there. And Obi-Wan's like, yo, we got to stop that. Because if other Jedi go back, they're going to get killed. And Yoda's like, okay, let's go in. This is Mission Impossible. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda and Obi-Wan like, teaming up to go kill a bunch of clones. That's a team-up I like, though. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like... It... <laughs> Just imagining, like... Um... Your context of Star Wars is the only the original trilogy. Yeah. You know, ben Kenobi and Yoda, and they're like, I guess they could have done that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they fight their way to the Jedi Temple. There's a bunch of clones. Um, and Yoda points out, because um, Obi-Wan's like, you know, not even the younglings survived. He's like, oh, but this one wasn't killed by a blaster fire. This was a lightsaber that did this. And Obi-Wan's really like, hmm, wonder who that could be. They're about to leave. They've um, taking down the distress signal and everyone's like yo I got to know and uh, does this imply that Yoda knew all along when he says this I, I think Yoda I mean there was only one problematic Jedi master yeah <laughs> everybody else is but yeah Yoda's like if you go into the security footage you will only pain you will find it's like <laughs> and sure enough he goes into it and it's Anakin just murdering kids mm-hmm um, and for some reason, the part where Anakin bows down to Sidious. Yeah, I don't know why the um, archives camera would have that. Yeah, because that didn't happen in the Jedi Temple. No. That happened in Palpatine's place. Oh, wow. <laughs> Continuity errors, eh? But yeah. yeah. Um, and Obi-Wan shook. He's like, this, this is real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, then like, it's basically decided. Yoda's like, I'm going to go kill Palpatine. You have to go kill your best friend and apprentice. And Obi-Wan's like, bro, I can't. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do that. <laughs> it's like, no, Sidious will fucking kill you, dude. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Would he Would, would he kill Obi-Wan at this stage? I think, I think so. He was chucking fucking seats at him. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Obi-Wan goes and he tells Padme everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, your, your husband killed a bunch of children but right actually now. no actually no that's kind of that's kind of smart actually because Obi-Wan's like I don't know where to find Anakin and yeah. Yoda's like oh just use your intuition kind of thing so I think Obi-Wan knows if he tells Padme what Anakin has done she knows where he is she is going to go find him and he's just going to stow away with them which is exactly what he does yeah um, and yeah um, Anakin has been on Mustafar he has murdered the separatist leaders in cold blood he's getting the red Sith eyes at this point oh yeah um, Padme lands in Mustafa and she runs out and Anakin's like hey <laughs> and Padme's like yo dude what the hell Obi-Wan told me you were killing kids <laughs> and, and that, that pisses him off yeah no that gets him angry then he sees Obi-Wan in the ship and, and that yeah then he's like okay she's been poisoned against me she brought him here to kill me I hate you now <laughs> Such so, force choking Yeah, he chokes his wife, um, who's holding his two children. He doesn't know this. Yeah, he doesn't know this. He thinks <laughs> it's just one, but anyway. Um, but yeah. Um, and Obi-Wan's like, yo, Bro. dude, like... <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? And they have this... Again, this is where the movie starts getting really operatic. Like, especially the way like they're kind of circling each other. Mm-hmm as they're speaking to each other and just these really dramatic lines coming out. <laughs> I brought peace, yeah. order, and security to my new empire. Your new empire? <laughs> 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 the, 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 the thing is, the, like, I always say, 
this fight and these lines of dialogue between Anakin and Obi-Wan, like even up to the terrible I hate you, I love every minute of this because it is just so over the top and so theatrical and so operatic, it is when Star Wars is at its best. I think so. There are some dumb moments in there, but overall, this is, for me, the best scene of the film. This this is the scene where every, like, every, the, the entire trilogy was building up to this yes. moment. Yes, and it, it delivered mostly, I think. I th- it delivered, but I don't know how it would feel if John Williams do the face. Oh, no, no, no. If we didn't have John Williams, this would be terrible. Like... He's he really pulled out all the stops. Yeah, no, he, he he makes this twice more epic than it actually is. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we get the dramatic lines. We get the "If you're not with me, you're my enemy." I will do what I must. Yeah, it's like because only a Sith deals in absolutes. Very samurai. Very yeah. Very very samurai movie. Which isn't that an absolute in itself? Yes. Oxymoron. No, 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 it, it, this is it, this is actually brought up like in the language classes yeah. as a classic example of an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, they start going ham on each other, and we have good choreography for a change because the actors worked tirelessly I have at to this. Give, I have to give Hayden Christensen props. Like, yeah, no, he fights well. Like uh, for. Because he's he always seems so disinterested as an actor. Yeah. Something like this, like takes uh, dedication. Oh no! The, the, like as I said, because I watched the behind the scenes because I had the DVD for years at home, and both of them trained for months for these scenes. Like they were even doing like a lot of the stuff. Obviously, it was on sets and a lot of the CGI. But like parts where like they'd get kicked in the chest and they'd fall off something, they were doing those things. They were falling on a mat, obviously, mm-hmm. but they do the whole like choreography. And then get kicked and they'd actually fall off. Like, it takes commitment to do these kinds of things. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it shows. Like, as silly and stupid a lot of the, like, actual, like, swings are, you know, like, as an the, actual fight. I, I would say for the most part, the swings are merited and they're not silly. There are some pretty silly ones. And they're like, I know you, <laughs> you hate the one where, like, they were like, they're, like, swinging it around wildly. And then they just clash. Yeah. And then they try to do the force into each other. <laughs> Now, again, that, the reason I like it is just because the, the moment is so over-the-top and so theatrical. It works in this scene, trying to force-push each other, and then you just push each other away. And, I mean, we've seen that done again in um, The Last Jedi when they both try to force-grab the lightsaber and they're both putting it from each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it works, I guess. It's the force. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Anakin hits a thing with his lightsaber, which turns off all the shields of this highly volatile and volcanic planet. Good idea. Yeah. And they are, then they're fighting on, like, beams and stuff, and it's really unsafe. But then we have to go back to Coruscant, and Yoda walks in to Palpatine's room. Oh, yeah, by the way, Palpatine has started his own fucking galactic empire. We, we left that out in the Senate, and we get the... This is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Mm-hmm. He literally just says, I'm going to be a tyrannical leader. And everyone's like, yeah! I, he literally says, like... I will hunt down the Jedi. Yeah, like... like to, who left to, me to, scarred and deformed. To, to all these senator dudes, like, the Jedi have been nothing but good to them. Like, yeah. For, since they yeah. began. Like, like, even if the Jedi did try to kill him, don't you think they would have had a reason? Yeah, there, there, <laughs> must, there must have been something. Yeah. You know? They, 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 and everyone knows the Jedi don't just kill for fun. But right. anyway, reasons. Um, yeah. Um, Yoda wrecks the two guards that Palpatine's got. But then Palpatine wrecks Yoda with a force lightning that Yoda does not see coming. Mm-hmm. 
But, I mean, Yoda eventually gets up, and they have the dumbest lightsaber fight I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is nothing but fucking... It's it's terrible that they have to contrast these two scenes together of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, because it, it, it kind of takes away a bit from the Anakin and Obi-Wan fight. Because that one, it's more raw, it's more visceral, and they're actual actors, and yeah. they've actually trained. The, the, real, the real people. Yeah, the other one is just a CGI fest. Yes, it's fucking a CGI little green Yoda. Yeah. Uh, dodging fucking CGI uh, senator seats yeah. from a CGI... CGI Palpatine. Yeah, I, I, you you gave out a big laugh when Palpatine tries to dodge the seat that Yoda throws at him. Because he just hops off. Yeah, he just hops off and he <laughs> glides out of the way. Uh, but anyway, long story short on this one, Yoda does get defeated, I guess, in this because he falls down and failed he has, so into exile he must go. Yeah, because, you know, do or do not, there is no try. He yeah. Didn't. He didn't. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, but isn't that trying... <laughs> Oh fucking no! <laughs> I love that we're finding plot holes in this. <laughs> but yeah, back to the actual good fight. Um, it starts fucking raining lava. Um, the platform they're on gets covered in lava, so it breaks. They're suddenly hanging from a platform, which is going down a fucking lava I river. Failed you, Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's when he jumps onto the platform because this is again because when they were hanging onto the platform, that's okay. But then they add in that path where they start swinging. Right, like Tarzan. Yeah, they start, they, they start swinging like Tarzan and they're hitting each other in midair with the lightsabers. Like, that's silly. That's yeah, like, that's silly. That's yeah. no choreography. That's, that's a little dumb. <laughs> if you want to bring the swinging into it, just make Obi-Wan swing off and land on the platform like he did. Right. And he does. Anakin decides to run off the platform and jump and he lands on a tiny droid, which is what was carrying lava. And apparently he can control it. And then this is where we get the... I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. From um, my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, then you are lost. <laughs> but again, like I, I love this hammy dialogue in this scene because it just works in the moment. Because the music is swelling. It's in the most like volatile environment. Yeah, you could... the place is literally exploding. You know, you know what this makes me think of every time I watch it? And you might strongly disagree because this is from a series that you love. What? This makes me think of Goku versus Frieza. I mean, no, when, actually. When, when they destroy Namek. This no, is what it makes me think no, of. No, I 100% agree with you because... <laughs> From that point, like Goku, when Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time, he yeah. delivers the hammiest line in the entire. Yeah, exactly. Movie. I am the I am the one that you fear. Yeah. The savior of all that is good. <laughs> exactly, but because the moment is so over the top, it works, mm-hmm. and that's where these lines for Obi Wan do work mostly. And even Hayden Christensen isn't terrible in these parts. No. Because I like it because he's kind of there's rage in him, but he's still kind of flatline in a way. Yeah. It's almost like it's emotionless rage, if that makes any sense. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. Yeah. But anyway, um, they fight a little bit on the platform, and Obi-Wan flips off. And it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite lines in all of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> what advantage did he really gain? Well... Like, he, he, the very first fight Obi-Wan ever had, he won because... Like, even though the, his enemy had the high ground. But that's the thing. Um, the theory that goes along with this, and I actually fully support it, is the reason Obi-Wan it's states... Convenient. No, it's not convenient, because to me it actually make, kind of makes sense. Because the reason Obi-Wan knows the high ground is a good thing is because he's done this before. He knows exactly what maneuver is coming, which will leave him in a weak spot to be sliced open like he did to Maul all those years ago. Maul so, kind of gave up. Maul didn't see it coming. <laughs> 
basically. <laughs> but Obi-Wan knows, like, dude, I have the high ground. I've done this before. I know exactly what you're going to do. And don't forget, earlier in this fight, Anakin did exactly the same thing. When he jumped from the robot onto the platform. He, he flips over him in the exact same way. That's true. So, yeah, I think it, that does make quite a bit of sense that he knows about the high ground in that way. But Anakin's like, you want to restorate my power. Don't try. Yeah, don't try. He does. <laughs> and he gets his arm chopped off. This time, not... This time his actual only good arm. Mm-hmm. And both his legs. Um, and he's just hanging on to the Ashen Hill for dear life. And then, probably, at least in my opinion, probably the best acting in this film series so far, at least the prequels, is, again, hammy lines, but because of the situation and the scenario and the music, it works. Mm-hmm. And Ewan McGregor is, is able to develop these hammy lines with just enough of dramatic gusto to get them across. You are the chosen one, Anakin! Yeah. To be fair, even to this day, even watching it, even though I don't like the prequels that much, when he does say the line of, you are my brother, I do get a little bit choked up. Because it makes me think back to A New Hope, where he says he was a good friend. Mm. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Anakin sets on fire. And he, before that, he screams out, I hate you. <laughs> I love which is the most convincing acting probably Hayden Christensen has done in this film. No, it's true. Like, it's the only time in the whole trilogy where he actually gave a fuck. Yes. It's weird. It's like he... This final fight, that it, was it. It's like he clicked last second. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he gets set on fire and Obi-Wan's like, I can't look at this. This was my friend. And he leaves. He um, got, takes he, his lightsaber. He left his friend to fucking, like, melt alive. Yeah, but that was his job, dude. He could have mercy killed him, like, easily. Yeah, but... I, I guess he kind of figured, like, I've beaten him, he's going to die anyway. This is a very painful and slow death. Yeah, but... Like, I mean, probably, maybe a part of him was thinking, you deserve it, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan goes back to the ship, he carries Padme inside, Padme's like, is Anakin okay? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Basically, no. Yeah, he leaves, um, Palpatine comes back and finds Anakin. He's like, oh, fuck, he's still alive. Yeah, so they take him. Um, then we're on this like space station on some moon I forget the name of it but it actually is canon um, yeah Padme is given birth and there's that weird birth robot who doesn't speak English <laughs> birth robot yeah and Obi-Wan's talking her through it and stuff it's like you got this she pops up one baby it's like oh it's a boy Luke like snap decision <laughs> they never discussed like names they never discussed baby names no. um, yeah but oh it was revealed as well that she has twins mm. mm-hmm then she pops out a little girl, Leia. And right now, if you're a fan, you're going, oh my god! <laughs> um, but yeah, she gives birth, and then they're like, oh, the babies are fine. But she's given up the will to live. No. <laughs> the droid says, like, health-wise, she's perfectly fine. Yeah. But she's dying anyway. <laughs> you see, this is where I don't understand George Lucas again. Because she could have just given birth to the kids and died from childbirth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh- wh- why didn't you just do that? Because maybe he thought that was too dark in his movie about killing yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Thank you. He wanted, Thank you. He wanted... No, no, she died because she's really sad. Yeah. Before yeah, she... she really the first person ever to... Well, not, probably not the first person ever, but yeah. No, broken, the first, heart, broken heart syndrome is a real thing. Yeah. But yeah, she, yeah, broken heart syndrome, I guess. Um, then they're debating what they're going to do with the babies. Um... Bail Organa's like, me and my wife can't get pregnant, so we've always wanted the girl. 
We'll take her. Which is, I mean, at least if you ask me, it's a better cover than what they do for Luke. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> at the very least, they changed Leia's fucking last name. Yes, they changed her last name. And also, you could literally just say, oh, because this is a newborn baby. You could just say like, oh, Bail Organa's wife had a baby. Like, we haven't seen her all this time. Like, even, who cares, or, right? Or even easier, like, uh, oh, we couldn't, so we adopted some random kid. Yeah, exactly. Because that's literally what happened. Right? Um, and Obi-Wan says, I will watch over the boy. I'm going to take him to his family on Tatooine. And th- again, okay. Obi-Wan gives um, Luke to Baru and Owen Lars, right? How does he know about these people? That's one thing. I mean, actually, to be fair, I was thinking about this yesterday. Probably Anakin told him at some point that he has um, a stepbrother in Tatooine. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, they take the baby. But what I can't understand with this is... Their names... Their second name is Lars. Right. Why Why? why keep him Luke Skywalker? Where you could have just called him Luke Lars. And then you could have revealed that his name was Skywalker. <laughs> they, they dropped him off in the same fucking place. Like... In the same place they found Anakin, yeah. but the same last fucking day. Yeah. And the thing is, like, all the groundwork was in place because in the New Hope, Owen and Baru Lars, they don't fucking know who Anakin is. They, they're just like, yeah, your father was. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Yeah, he, he totally wasn't my half brother. <laughs> he didn't go and kill a bunch of sad people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's our only interaction with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and Obi-Wan is told by Yoda he's got work to do on Tatooine because apparently Qui-Gon has returned as a Force ghost. Um, I don't understand that scene. Yoda is like talking to it like it's some great surprise. Like, oh, dude, you won't believe who just learned how to fucking like talk from the dead. Yeah. You know what's a funny thing as well? What? The 3D Clone Wars series, Qui-Gon appears as a Force ghost to Anakin. Why? I don't know. I didn't watch the episode. I've just seen the clip. Okay. But yeah, um, then we um, shoot back to... Uh, actually, no. Them, Obi-Wan handing over the baby is the last scene of the film. What we have missed is Darth Vader being assembled. Mm-hmm. And Anakin screaming in pain the whole time. He's getting metal legs put on, another metal arm. I couldn't, I couldn't believe like uh, that Darth Vader was actually Hayden Christensen in yeah. the Darth Vader suit. Yeah. And, and like it was a huge struggle... To get him to fit. Yeah. <laughs> you could have gotten anyone else, George. Like, it, I, it, you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, but n- now from this scene, we have the most infamous mm. heartbroken no in a movie ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were really hyping back, like, oh, we brought back James Earl Jones. Like, yeah. But the thing is, you brought back James Earl Jones and you told him to copy Hayden Christensen as much as you could. And that's the thing. It's dumb. It's something Darth Vader would never do. Get on his knees and go, no! Because that's not who Darth Vader is. Like, I mean, okay. It starts off okay, where he's going, no, like I felt her, she was alive. And he's breaking things all around him. Yeah, things blowing up. That's yeah, perfect. That's, that's fine. What it should have, If he just like screamed a general yeah. scream and things kept breaking around him, that would have been way cooler. Yeah, no, and it would have been a lot more fitting as Vader yeah, yeah but anyway yeah then we're on a Star Destroyer the Death Star is being built 
Thankfully, we see Grand Moff Tarkin just from a distance, because as I told you yesterday, Lucas wanted a scene where Grand Moff Tarkin plays quite a big role in it. That would have been stupid. Yeah. Um, Peter Cushing. Yeah. That's a mistake that Rogue One made, I think, putting Peter yes, Cushing, fucking, putting CGI I Peter Cushing in too many scenes. It's disgusting, honestly. If they did it just like for like a second. Even even CGI like Carrie Fisher. Like, yeah, it's really too much. Like. No, no, and they already look worse. Yeah. <laughs> which, it's true which is bad um, but yeah and then as I said uh, we go to Tatooine Obi-Wan hands over baby Luke and the movie finishes there with them looking out at the twin sons of Tatooine and that is The Revenge of the Sith <sighs> the prequel trilogy the most probably one of the most like uh, heavily divisive uh, trilogy to ever face oh, a com- franchise completely and utterly and the thing is what I find with this trilogy is I find very few people who genuinely like it. The people I do find who like it, like it for the reasons me and you like it. It's just funny. Yeah, because <laughs> it's so bad, it's funny, and it's goofy, and it's stupid. And at, at the very least, like, um, there's an enjoyment that you can get out of the prequel trilogies that you cannot get from probably any Star Wars movie ever again. Because it's just like, it's not that it's... it. It's not self-aware is the thing. Yeah. So much of the humor that I see in like uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, like uh, Rogue One, yeah, etc. It's all really like self-aware. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because the prequels exist. These are just literally the ramblings of a fucking crazy rich madman yeah. who just wants to sell fucking Darth Maul lunchboxes, <laughs> like, and make trillions. Yeah. I mean, I guess. What they did do is that they did get a new demographic of fans involved. Um, the, I mean, it did span a bunch of video games because there was a game for every single film in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. There were spin-off games. There were the Starfighter games. There was Jedi Starfighter, which took stuff from Attack of the Clones. Star Wars Battlefront came out because of this and Star Wars Battlefront 2. The good ones, not the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely. Like, they were... They were hitting the multimedia hard. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess they had a lot of things to learn because before the only one I can really think of for the original trilogy was the holiday special. And that's its own beast. <laughs> no, that's... That's that's something you else. You know what we should do one day? We're not reviewing the holiday special. <laughs> not the holiday special. What? Have you seen the... Have you heard of the Ewok spin-off movie? Oh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> we should totally do not do that for one day. Oh, Fuck. I think I think we owe it to ourselves because I've actually never seen that. Neither have I. What is it? I think it's Caravan of Courage. I think that, I think that's what it's called. Isn't it animated? No. There's an animated TV show of Ewoks. That's all I. What? Remember. Yeah, no, dude. That's fucking wild. Oh, dude. Then this series has just begun. No. <laughs> Guys, no. Alan's gonna be back very soon. No. Fuck. <laughs> but okay, let's go to final thoughts on Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Would you like to begin? No. <laughs> okay, you would not like to begin. <laughs> I'll begin. Okay, definitely my favorite one from the prequel trilogy. There are a lot of redeemable factors in this film. The opening is great. Um, performances are probably the best they've been throughout the trilogy, mm-hmm. which is like, thank fucking God. <laughs> um, it, it's very bold. It does very big things. And I love that final fight scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin I just do I, I love how hammy and over the top it is I, I just think it just works mm-hmm. those are the good things I have to say bad things again much of the same pitfalls that the rest of the prequels have some of the writing is a bit all over the place huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, a lot of the writing's a bit all over the place. Characters make decisions that don't make sense. There are continuity errors. There's a lot less reliance on CGI in this one, but still too much reliance on CGI. Yeah, but episode three is like certain stills, like uh, ones that come to mind, uh, like when Grievous is on the escape pod. Like yeah. that whole thing is CGI and it looks really bad. Yeah. The R2 oil scene is fucking gross. Yeah, I mean, there are going to be parts that are really bad and parts that are really good, obviously. But, but as a whole, the CGI is good in this one. I I have to I have to thank uh, I have to thank that they chose to make episode three a lot less funny. Yeah. You know, a lot less childish slapstick that yeah. you saw in episode one. Yeah. And not as fucking mind-numbingly boring as yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. There's still three still has hints of like dumb shit. Like yeah. uh, we didn't talk about like the romance dialogue at the very beginning because that oh yeah but kind of, i mean we've, we've had enough of the romance dialogue. Yeah, there's nothing to say other than like it's yeah. weird and unnatural exactly <laughs> other than like these two people don't love each other right. <laughs> uh, but i always come back to revenge of the sith yeah to be fair usually when i tell people to if people who have never seen star wars um if they meet me and they find out i'm a big star wars fan they go oh i've never seen them which one like how shall i watch these films <laughs> I always tell them, watch episodes four to six, watch episode three, and then start the new ones. Because I, I retcon episodes one and two completely. Because I don't want to taint people's opinion of the Star Wars saga with those two utterly terrible films. Yeah, no, this is... I do say to some people, you can watch episode one, just be prepared, it's not very good, but don't watch episode two. <laughs> Yeah, two two has no redeeming. No, there's no not redeeming. a single redeeming factor about episode two. And everyone feels that, I think. Yeah, I think so. I'm just so fucking glad this is over. Yeah, but don't worry, we're gonna be back with uh, the fucking Ewok movies. Yeah, we I, I, we have to find a way to get our hands on those on the ca- oh. the Caravan of Courage. I think it is the oh, Ewok movie. Fuck Jesus Christ! But yeah, this <laughs> has been the Average Joe from's podcast. This is the final episode of the prequel specials. I've been your Average Joe. He's been Alan. That's me. Yeah, and I'll see you soon.